Hey guys, welcome back to Behind the Bar. I am Toby Pack, your dungeon master and innkeeper at the side quest in. And I am Jeff Thompson, co-host to Behind the Bar. And today we have Felicia and JD. Introduce yourselves. I'm Felicia. And I'm JD. As, yeah. as always. You guys did it. Good job. <laughs> Yay. Step one, done. Um. So this last episode was... Really crazy for the three of you, particularly, because you, I mean, a lot of stuff led up to you getting on the ship. Uh, Cash came in drunk. There were were some things going on there, but it really took off when the ship took off. Uh, (laughs) And you guys left the room and went outside. So you have no yeah. idea what happened in real life. It's the first time that the, that we've decided to kind of split information amongst the party, whereas before we all kind of knew what was happening behind the scenes. Yeah, and I left the decision up to you guys. I said, "Do you want to be in here or do you not?" And you chose not to. Uh, why did you guys choose not to be in when it is the first time we've done that? Um, I think it creates a more organic reaction from characters, so players can't really metagame, even if it's not purposeful. <coughs> if you know something then you kind of lead your character to know it, even if they would like wouldn't. And I'm really big into like organically responding to things. So I, I like I don't like knowing things ahead of time or whatever. I think it's a big deal. Well, yeah, when you know the answer to something, you're gonna think of way more creative ways to get from point A to point B when you already know what point B is. So you can think of a great ways to lead into something else. But when you don't know what the end result's gonna be. It's going to be a lot more fun in the fact that it's a challenge to figure out those creative ways. That's exactly what I was going to say. Because it sounded fun to walk back into the room and then try to hash out what really happened. Yeah, because you guys had no idea until you got into the room and saw Cricket there. And now you're at a state where we still you, have have, no idea. you have two stories that arguably both make sense like they both all of the evidence in the room leads to both stories being true mm-hmm. so what do you do how what's going on in, in your character's minds during this uh wh- what's happening well with, with cash in particular he has he feels like he has to be more responsible now and as as that fact that he's finally grown together that this thing all of a sudden there's a wrench in the works where there's something unknown going on with one of his trusted crew members and a stranger on board that seems like he has the intention to help, but for perhaps, you know, dubious reasons. And that's kind of, I wasn't ready to address it as a cash character, but now we're kind of being forced to do it. And it's really fun. But at the same time, like his character is like, well, do I stay loyal to my crew member that I can't really understand what's going on with her? Something could be driving her crazy or even dominated by another person. Or do I trust this brand new person who does seem to be being genuine and telling the truth, but at the same time, I don't know him very long. And I really, I really, because I don't know them, should I be trusting him so easily? Despite that, he keeps kind of doing the right thing, but again, for dubious means and dubious reasons. I guess Jeff said exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say, <laughs> Keep like, doing that. There, was, sorry. there was, at first I believed both of them, and then it, and then I found equal parts of wrong in both of them like she has this thing going on with her that's we know is fucking her up 
And well, obviously, uh, the doc over there is lying about some things or stretching the truth or something. Withholding not, information. Yeah, withholding doubt. information at the very least. I, I love that you called him out on saying, trust me. You're like, <laughs> yeah. no, stop saying <laughs> trust me. Saying I don't that. trust you anymore. There's too much to, yeah. Like his seemingly innocent actions are almost too innocent. Well, and he's done some nefarious things, like buying shit from a dealer off the street. Yeah. Who the fuck does that? Well, I mean, lots of people do, but... Not respectable. There wouldn't be dealers if it wasn't something that happened. Well, exactly. that's true. But, I mean, when Crumbles was interrogating him about that, he seemed like he didn't understand what was what was wrong with it. He's like, at one point he says, yeah, I, I'm not dumb or something. Like He was like, totally honest. I, I bought this from a guy. Like, yeah. yeah, like, I'm not stupid. I got this from a guy. Of course I knew it was illegal. Like... And he did tell us straight up he in, he bought it to the intention of in case something happened he would use it against her. Which but the is reason happened. the reason that he wanted to use it against her it wasn't really against her it was for her to help yeah. her and that's like oh that's well, true true okay it's true you may have done something wrong but you did it for the right reason at least or at least that's I guess that's how Crumble s- sees it in partially but she also is worried about Sunny because she's like. Well, I want like a, you, I've never had a reason to not trust Sunny before, but now all this stuff is happening, and it's like, what does she do? And his beads healed her, so so Crumbles probably already thinks like, I mean, I think she said it in the episode, like, well, I'm inclined to trust you because these beads are actually working. Yeah, well, and everyone was on Outlaw Town, so why would that like that? Someone had called that out, and she responded and said, well, we were all on Outlaw Town, so that's not really fair because we all got sent there for a reason. Oh, and I feel like he's been honest with Cash up until the disobeying at the very end. And it, maybe that's just his panic response because, as I recall, I wasn't Cash wasn't with him, but but Thunderfist was. And that was to, you know, uh, he was kind of a coward. He hid in that cabinet. Like, he's, he is a coward in the end, at the end of the day. Uh, first, I'd like to say thank you for calling me Thunderfist. <laughs> we're not in the game i'm, I'm doing it ironically because oh, oh, whatever we're not uh, actually on the tape. um anyway uh yeah he's so honest and every the the uh cricket is so honest in everything he's doing up until he ran away except he uh, said i don't think so I, I think he said he couldn't wake her and then he said use this to wake her did he? He did say that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Crumbles is like, he's been wait. With, he's been withholding which information. Which is it? Yeah. For sure he has been. But that's the thing. Like, that's a little bit different. He's not a good He's not a good liar. He's just not telling us everything. Right. I guess I mean honest by, like, everything he does, he does, I don't know. With good intentions. Intentions, well, yes. Well, good and, intentions. And good, honest intentions. He's honest to a fault in some cases where he's like, yeah, I mean, what you're saying is exactly right, even though it makes him sound horrible. And maybe that's something right. he does see is like, yeah, I, I totally did that. And doesn't really explain why he did it in some cases. And that I, I, it makes his character interesting, but also makes him more untrustworthy. And that's not necessarily his fault. It's just how his character is. And he said he bought the stuff to protect himself from Sonny. He did. And then he said he used it to help Sonny. Which are both true. Things are I think. Those are yeah. both true. They're both yeah. true. I think he's being straightforward. Like, that's the thing. Like, between him and Cash, 
it seems like he's he knows better than at least to lie straight up to Cash. Like like really like lie besides withholding information. Because I I don't I don't know if I could detect that in him or what, probably not, but in any case it's like because he's being that straightforward with him, while on the other hand, someone he should be trusting is being not straightforward with him by her whether her own devices or the whatever's happening. Sunny D. Sunny D, yeah. right. Um it's really hard to make a decision, especially when ugh, they're both kind of being facetious, one maybe involuntarily and one because that's the way he is. I don't know. What does Cricket have to do then at this point for all of you to be trusted or, or to be brought kind of back, right? Like like he, he got upset at one point. He's like, You're I'm I'm a prisoner? Like like now like you're treating me like a prisoner? I think it's out of Cricket's hands. I think we have to heal or fix Sunny D and then get to the root of all of it. I think that what would kind of redeem him in Crumble's eyes is to have him his story be the right story and have it be that whatever was happening to Sunny is what caused her to lie and have Cricket, maybe he's bad at explaining things, he has poor bedside manner, but he was right and what he did was right and that would instill more trust in crumbles with him because he would have been honest and it's just like well not everybody can have a conversation like cash can you know like and some people are really good at logically convincing people of things like sunny and so it would be redeeming for her to have been wrong um just because of what was going on so who each of you who do you think is telling the truth in character or out of character is it different yes that's I want to it hear is? more about that. Yeah, yeah me too. Me too. <laughs> tell me about tell me, Felicia, how do you feel about this or who do you think who done it? Outside of character. So outside of character yeah, Felicia. I think that Alex is being honest. And I think that his character I guess not Alex, but cr- cricket right. is being honest. And like I just said, he just has a really bad way of talking to people. Mm-hmm. And that Sonny's character is being, you know, messed with. And so she's saying things that, you know, she's being reprogrammed. Like, yeah, shit right. changes when you get reprogrammed. Sure. Like, words are different, whatever. But in character, Crumbles has such a bond with Sunny that it's really hard to not believe her. And that's a thing that, like, I have to try to role play and kind of keep my own head out of because I want to play Crumbles how Crumbles would react. But at the same point, I really love Cricket's character and I'm like, oh, I wish that you this wasn't happening because I really like this and I like I really want your character to be here and at a certain point it's like if he really is the bad guy, that's hard. As that would a player, be a big blow. I might be actually player, the opposite. What if he's the bad guy for the right reasons though, right? We keep talking about how Cricket it he's almost like innocent too much but what if he was doing something that he thought was the right thing which made him an antagonist but but not in like a a malicious way like he was actually trying to help it depends how long he would be the antagonist for i guess well he wouldn't it's not that he's an antagonist is that he's he's a perceived as one even though he's doing the right thing because of his actions because of his actions so like he's like an aggressive healer I'm going to fix you up whether you like it or not. Punches someone and like handcuffs them and then starts healing them. Yeah, sure. It'll only bruise for five minutes. I'll heal that too. <laughs> you know, is that the kind of healer he is? Is that what you're, is that what you're implying? No, I guess I mean like in this situation, if, 
if he knew Sonny was going to be crazy and he like bought this this illegal drug to use on her which is bad right like but he was doing it for the right reasons is it bad or is it just illegal because there's a difference that's also true i think he felt threatened and so he did what he had to do to feel safe and rightly so because she right. was really really like, onto him as as a player She's the fucked up one, obviously. <laughs> She's yeah. got shit growing out of her. She, her words are wrong. As a character, Thunderfist, because, because she was out most of the time, Thunderfist listened to what Cricket had to say and didn't like it. So I, I was kind of opposite of what Felicia said. I have a problem with Cricket because he's, he sounds like he's trying to make us believe something, his narrative. Right. Thunderfist doesn't Thunderfist, Cricket. Yeah. Right. It's funny what I want to go back what you brought up, Felicia, about your differences and, and crumbles because no one rolled sense motive on Sunny when she was telling her story. Like that wasn't and, and you guys were rolling them on cricket, but there was no sense motives or like Nobody. questioning Sunny's story. It was just like accepting and maybe it's that bond where it's like Well, I think part of it has to do with that as like real people we've been playing together so it's like you don't really roll sense motive on players and that that's true like like but we alex, did well alex has not been in this for so long and i think it was suggested that we'll roll a sense motive the reason why i didn't is because anytime i asked sunny a question i got a nonsense answer how do i sense motive something that i don't even i don't even know what she said right no, she could be a truth could be a lie. how could i know except she told her story of the incident was she in did. perfect that's true like language yeah that's true I, I wanted to be more specific and so i remember trying to get that but then getting the nonsense answers right so i was like well shit so it's a player thing not a character thing like as a person you don't want to roll sense motive against another player in the group well inherently like i want to trust the people i play with and that so like i guess from like a player perspective I'm going to assume that however someone responds to me, that I as a person can read them playing their character, I guess. I don't know. I guess in most ca- yeah, in most cases, we're not typically rolling dice against other players. Yeah. It's, I mean, it could happen, though. Yeah. But we don't typically do. Like, I, as a player, I believe there will be a positive outcome because as a player, I believe they both belong at the table. Right. So there's got to be, as a player, there's got to be a way that this is resolved peacefully and they both stay around and whatever as a character that may not happen well characters could die right that doesn't right. mean the player leaves the table they, well, they just bring a new character right, in. right that's true so i think characters come and go well it usually doesn't happen from player character conflict though is what i'm yeah and, and that that's kind of an offshoot of kind of what i was saying like that's not really relevant to what i was saying um it's more of just that you don't think about rolling sense motive on someone who's been in the game with you for 28 episodes. <laughs> that's not the first uh, thing on my mind. Like, uh, that's all I mean true. by that. Oh, yeah. It's easy to yeah. miss that. That's true. But I think you rolled diplomacy. Uh, there's been a lot of times where we've rolled diplomacy on players. And then we say, how do you want, like, like what do you think that, that role that has? Mm-hmm. So is it is it because you're... The diplomacy you're trying to like influence them, but the sense motive it, it creates this negative like. It's I don't a distrust. Trust you. Sense motive so. is a distrust, whereas diplomacy is like try to see it my way. Oh, and I don't recall rolling a diplomacy on any of the player characters. I don't either. And like when um, Sunny was in character saying all the stuff about well, he was really Cricket was really um, 
I have a really bad feeling and because of this, this, and this, and like X, Y, and Z, that's, you know, Mac as a player explaining logically, which her character would do to cash or whatever. Like, this is why I don't trust this, this other person. And that's essentially in real life, her rolling diplomacy against Jeff, but just using, you know, an actual reason for it. Like she, she explained it. True diplomacy. True. It's true diplomacy. It's actual. It's LARPing almost. Yeah. Well, and, and, and that's just something that I think you do in game anyway. You try to convince people with points, not with dice. Sure. Okay. Oh, typically when I roll against another player, I ask permission. If I rolled this against you, will you go with the outcome? And if they say yes, then I'll roll the dice against them. But sometimes it doesn't always work. Here's the thing. Here's Cash's perspective yeah. on who done it. He actually, as a character, has those two choices because I I looked Alex when I was talking to Alex's Cash to Cricket, I looked at that boy straight in his eyes and I looked at him. And I was trying to read Alex as he was playing cricket, and he had the most deadpan face. He wouldn't give me a hint of anything. I was so mad at him because he's. I feel like he's being so honest with uh, with Cash. Like I feel like he's he hasn't lied to Cash directly once until he actually. Well, he's not lying to me, but he he did leave. That was like the one clincher. And not that Cash is like good at testing or anything like that, but he did it kind of quickly on uh, Outlaw Town and things before that. And like, but the problem is, is um, his other loyalty is with this android that he's befriended throughout this whole adventure, and shit just keeps happening to her, and he feels really bad. Like that's his responsibility to protect his crew, and since she's like officially crew, like second in command crew, despite what's happening to her, I feel like because of what's happening to her, she's innocent of all wrongdoings. And thus is innocent in all regards. And because of the way that he's acting, despite her her stuff that she can't make decisions on, I feel like something's making her do this or she doesn't realize she's doing it. And so she's innocent of all, despite doing bad things maybe, is innocent of everything. So I'm going to let it pass type of deal. Almost a more emotional decision, um, which is what Cash is all about. Uh, and uh, Cricket, on the other hand, even though he's been straightforward, because there's no history and because he doesn't really have a position on the ship and because and because even if he's doing all the right things but kind of the wrong way that's that's worse than almost to what she's doing because she doesn't really have a lot of control over it he's consciously doing that and making it more difficult whether it's his personality or not that's what he's doing and she's because I'm almost giving letting that uh, nanobot thing like give her a pass so you don't cash doesn't trust cricket. So at this, yeah, only because like there's as far as he knows, there's nothing wrong with cricket. Right. He's seen healing people no problem. He obviously has some kind of medical knowledge more than any of us have had, and so he's using this knowledge for his own selfish reasons. He's a bad guy. Okay. I don't think. I don't think. Spoiler alert: He may be going to prison, so we'll see. I that. don't think Thunderfist <laughs> sees either of them as a bad guy. Maybe not a bad guy, but if I have... He sees a situation. As the person I feel is in charge of making the decision, I have to have a bad guy and a good guy. I I, I at least have it separated to a point where maybe he's not losing rights, but he's losing privileges. Right. Where she is, because her privileges are being taken away from her, I have to like treat her with more kitty gloves. Sure. And, And Thunderfist will listen to everything that you tell him to do, but at the same time, like he'll put... 
he'll put uh, uh, Cricket into jail or whatever, but he'll treat him pretty fairly. You should. Even so. You should be a, a bully uh, about it, for uh, sure. You know, I, I, would, I would be against, like, kicking him off the ship. Or, yeah, he gets meals and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. He, yeah. Just, he can't come on the bridge. Like, or, right know, now, instance. we need to fix uh, um, Sunny D. Yes. Get that straight. Yeah. And then find a solution to the whole problem. Well, and he cricket already is at lowest level access to the ship, yeah, so it's that's like that's very true. That's well, no, Cinder shut off. She shut down. Well, I mean, that, that he was already set. At that's all oh, right. Access. That's another thing. Yeah, that, I was about to say that's the third mystery for Cash is now we can't trust his ship anymore. Yeah, Cinder, what the hell's up with her? I don't know if that's real or not, but it sure feels odd, and I don't, I don't know what to do about that. And it's kind of almost secondary to the immediate problem, right. but still a problem in its own right. Thunderfist is like the nicest person ever. Like he always looks out for the underdog. It seems like like all like the that time. Yeah. That's true. But you've heard his primal roar, and you've seen him rip people in half as well. When the, all the people right are in trouble, yeah. Like when yeah. we needed you most. Yeah. Like even Pinky, he's like, look, like we don't have to do this. And, sure. And then like the bot, like he's Thunderfist is he's a boxer though. So that, nice. He's not like uh. I thought he was a Vesk. A Vesk boxer. Oh, yes. I got you. Not his dog. profession. He's not. He's not like a a mob boss or something. He's right. he's not nefarious. He's, he's just he has a code. Mean. He yeah. you know he's cool. Even Look. when Tick bit the guy, he's like, "Don't you shouldn't do that, Tick." And then he like scolded the guy. Yeah, like, well, don't the guy call my friend names. Like, well, and he also like I I specifically remember telling him you shouldn't have put that tie on him. That that's why he bit you. Yeah. Don't don't do he's, that. He's so nice and like, Dude, but he'll like throw the, down. You're like the group dad. Like you have such good <laughs> advice to give everyone because you are like you are in charge of keeping us safe, right? That's what a, a good father yeah. figure should do, right? Well, and it's and it's about keeping the peace too. Like it's you know you don't. You, you don't have to pick sides. You just have to like dissect it and right. be like, be cool. You be cool. You be cool for this yeah. reason, this reason, whatever. Yeah. You don't have to like each other. No. Nah. But you better best behave. Be cool. And yeah. and don't do that. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Smack on the wrist. That's fantastic. <laughs> so uh, Felicia Crumbles has a love interest. Uh-huh. She does. Yeah, what is up with that? Well, it stemmed from... Uh, the end of one of, I think it was like 27, episode 27, she said something about how she's going to miss that guy when Two Soups walked away. And it was like totally an aside comment, and it was just meant to be funny. But then the crackers got brought in in the beginning of episode 28. And I was just like, <laughs> this is the best thing ever. And like Felicia herself, like me, just went red. I was like, oh my God, like this is adorable. And like I had like an emotional reaction to it and i was just like this is so funny like how i don't know so who's in love with two soups felicia or crumbles no, definitely crumbles i oh, just okay well i okay i cry playing crumbles and obviously like felicia is it's not, a part of you sure yeah yeah i'm linked to my character in more than just playing her and now instead of war she's playing kiss me yeah That's... she's not playing lowrider anymore is Boris going to have a little two soup symbol hidden He's going to be somewhere? all pink and You'll like... You'll never know. Oh, bejeweled. maybe. We'll find out. I'm sure we'll find He's out. <laughs> Boris has on the dash a picture of two soups. Like... Oh, well, and I can tell you that when she was like working on Boris, she, like when you walked in and you were like, 
I need your help, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. She didn't get very far. She she had like welded one thing and then was like, oh, these crackers. Look at this note. And it was, she's why just... is Boris shaped like another Yosoki? This is weird. Well, <laughs> she was startled and cut herself because she was afraid Cash was gonna walk in and see what she was doing. <laughs> yeah, that that's probably what happened. <laughs> Does that vacuum have a wig on? It's weird. No, no, that is a mop for the ceiling. Vacuum, that's fucked up. <laughs> oh At least build god. a droid. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, next time when you guys unravel this mystery that's all we have time for today on behind the bar but before we go uh felicia has some announcements for us well it's mostly just that we're gonna have an announcement on the 31st so make sure that you check in for that it'll be on facebook and twitter and we'll also make sure to remind you in our behind the bar that day but be on the lookout for something super awesome from the side quest in super awesome the 31st check it out twitter that's at the side quest in Facebook at the side quest in. If you want spoilers, you can email us at the side quest in at gmail.com. We probably won't give you any spoilers, but you can definitely ask for them. Uh, if you have any questions you want us to answer on behind the bar, please send those in to the side quest in at gmail.com. Send them in. We want to answer them. We want to hear from you. Thanks for listening. You can catch the next side quest in episode on the 22nd. So this coming Tuesday, And as always, remember to tip your bartenders.